you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about tonight's AEW Dynamite and the implications for full gear because we've got the final set for the Eliminator Tournament with the news, of course, that John Moxley has entered rehab. Uh, we're going to get to all that in a, in a moment here. But first, we've got a little bit of news, maybe some behind-the-scenes details on the whole Vince McMahon-Bray Wyatt uh, relationship, how that fizzled out, how it led to Bray Wyatt uh, being released from the company. Larson, what's going on? Uh, this comes to us from Fifel Select. Go subscribe to Fifel Select. You get wrestling news right in your email. They're great. So Fifel Select has a report with some, as Steve mentioned, additional back ta- backstage details, um, uh, specifically about creative frustration on uh, the part of Wyndham Rotunda, of course, formerly known as Bray Wyatt during his time at WWE. Fifel Select were told that neither Bray or Randy Orton were happy with the outcome or the creative of the WrestleMania 37 bout, which was uh, the change, uh, sorry, the finish was changed a couple days before the show. Additionally, Fightful states that creative were told that Wyatt was frustrated with the burnt fiend ring gear with Bray, apparently thinking it was, quote, too heavy, was going to look bad, and be dif- difficult to move inside it. Uh, Fightful also notes that, quote, there were numerous people backstage who said that Wyatt was outspoken when he thought creative was bad, and by the end, some felt Vince McMahon just didn't like him due to that. Yeah. Um, 
to me, that doesn't say a guy is difficult. It means the guy uh, has a clear vision for what he wants and uh, is obviously disappointed when that isn't seen through. Um, Everything here about what Bray and Orton didn't like to finish that match. Guess what? Neither did we. It was awful. Didn't make any sense. It It didn't make any sense. It was this abstract bullshit. That was just designed to get them out of it. Yes. Another thing. Uh, also, I I don't think I don't think Wyndham was alone in thinking the the burnt fear uh, burnt fiend ring gear didn't look good. It did look heavy. It, it it did look cumbersome. It looked like it was difficult to move in. I thought that that ring gear was uh, all that is true. I thought it was probably a good idea. You know, it's like he got burned to death by Randy Orton. It, it makes sense that like a, a horror movie villain, which is what the fiend was. He would come back as a crispy version of himself. Um, unfortunately, as with many horror movies, the less you see generally, the better. Uh-huh. And when you're in a ring that's lit, uh, uh, it, it's kind of similar to like uh, uh, what Tian Shaw being in the ring these days in NXT 2.0, where it's just the most brightly lit show. Yeah. It takes the mystique away. Horror movie villains, if you're going to go that route, if you see them in full light, it's just sort of goofy. Um, and that's what this was. His head looked big. Aesthetically, it's, he didn't look intimidating at all. No. When you look at The Fiend, he was. And uh, and then on top of that, you add, yeah, clearly, and I, you know, I didn't even thought about this, it, it was not easy to move around in that thing. It did. It looked heavy. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Because it covered like every, you know, look, from like head to toe, he was covered. And some of it, some yeah. of the, the parts of it looked like thick because they were trying mm-hmm. to emulate the look of like, you know, burnt, melted fabric. It just it didn't it did look great. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I read this and I, it's hard not to think of of John Moxley's interview with uh, on Talk Jericho after he left WB, where he talked about walking into Vince's office having issues with uh, his creative, and Vince. What did Vince say to him? No, this is who you are. Yeah, and it seems like seems like we're not there. We don't know for sure. This is just mm-hmm. you know interpretation and speculation another situation where Vince has an idea of what this character should be. And that's running against the, who, the, the, the idea of what the performer has for that particular mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Does that make Bray yeah. difficult? Not necessarily. It now, just means, it, yeah. it means he has a particular vision for his character that he's portraying. Um, and, 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 and he's vocal about trying to protect the creative integrity of that character. The funny thing is you, you think that this wouldn't be, he obviously he'd been around for a while, and it's not like they ever really full his match with Cena, not the Firefly Funhouse, but his mania match with Cena, where, uh, you know, it was obvious that the story they were getting at was Cena's got to compromise his own morals to, in order to win that match. Well, that didn't happen. He just it was just, oh, Cena gets to win the way he wants to win. And this, it made it made Bray look so weak. He didn't get to decide. And by the way, they're kind of doing the same thing in AEW with Malachi Black right now, because the whole point of that was, hey, I've changed Cody. Cody ain't changed a bit. Um, and so you, you have to, you have, and that's why I really liked when he got that clean slate with the fiend, the first couple things, it was like, wow, he actually is changing characters. Mm-hmm. He changed Finn, Daniel Bryan, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. That was cool. And then Goldberg comes around and it all goes to shit. Um, so you would have thought that they would have tried something similar with Orton. It was like a six month feud. And then they just never had that, you know, the, the proper finish for it. It was yeah. like, okay, well, that just did nothing. And then they didn't even really, I mean, I guess in their own way, they ran with the Alexa Bliss thing. 
uh, with the Lily character. So like it did sort of set her up uh, to do some stuff. But even that's been very sort of, you know, yeah. the, yeah. Uh, the not great. Not great. So anyways, uh, Wrestling Inc. also spoke to uh, GCW owner Brett Lauderdale and asked if he had spoken to Wyndham, to which Lauderdale responded. I have never talked to Bray Wyatt. My understanding is that I don't know that our world is very appealing to Bray Wyatt. There's no secret message there. I think that he's not interested in making the rounds on the indies. That's my understanding. I don't mean any negative implication that he said anything because I've never spoken to him from people I know that he knows and whatever. It just doesn't seem like it's something that's on his to-do list anytime soon. So some wrestlers, when they get released, we saw this a couple of years ago. I think Cody started the bucket list thing yeah. where, you know, there's a list of people, things that he wants to do. And, uh, and you know, people have copied that. Uh, it's been become so, less so now, but people have copied that yeah, idea. Definitely. Bray never really did that when he got released. You know, he, he there's there's been a couple, you know, been tweets here and there. Um, we saw him on the uh, uh, Warner Brothers lot in a picture. Mm-hmm. So um yeah we'll we'll see what's next for uh for for Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah and you know I, I I if his idea is to tell long form stories the way he wants to. Yeah. I mean I don't think the indies are really the right platform for that. I don't even know if pro wrestling is really the right platform for that. But to go I, from I, yeah. from regional promotion to regional promotion and try to tell a sort of coherent story is going to be incredibly difficult. He needs, I just think the stories he probably, this is speculation again. I think the stories he wants to tell need to be told on television. Yeah. Yeah. Or YouTube. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I think you're right. I think that right now, I think the closest you're going to get to what he would want to do in wrestling would be Malachi black. And you know, the bottom line is you, you come into a company and they have obviously given him the Cody thing Mm -hmm. and he has run with it as best he can, but you know, you're not going to come into a company and sort of have your way with everybody and do exactly what you want to do. I mean, even in Malachi black's case, there's clearly going to be some compromises and, uh, and, and he's feeling that out. And Mm -hmm. with, with, with Wyndham rotunda, the it's, it's clear. It's, it seems you would think you would think given what we're reading here, what we've seen of the guy, he has a vision and that vision can best be described as the vision of an auteur mm-hmm. and an auteur. It, the, the, the very definition is not a lot of collaboration there. It's one man's vision. And mm-hmm. then the peoples that you surround yourself with service that vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, like you said, there are other forms of media that would probably benefit him more beyond trying to mesh the world of whatever it is, whatever genre it is he's, he's interested in horror clearly in, informed the fiend mm-hmm. and pro wrestling. Can they mesh? Maybe, but he'd probably have to start his own damn promotion to get that vision out at that point. It's like, why are you even doing it? Why, why are you fumbling with pro wrestling when he has maybe other stories he wants? Exactly. To tell? Exactly. And then you're talking, if you're going to start your own promotion, then you have to raise money and you know, historically oh, yeah. speaking, yeah. you know, the pro wrestling business is not a huge money business, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you're starting out. It's my understanding in terms of overhead I mean, costs yeah. and so on and so forth. So at that point, find some producers who are interested in, in developing your pilot. Do mm-hmm. that instead, you know? Yeah, there you go. This seems to make yeah. more sense. Anyways, you want to talk You want to talk dynamite. How about that? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, let's talk dynamite. Uh, there are a lot going. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, we've got what three more episodes of tv we've got a rampage dynamite and a rampage before full gear correct and uh i feel like they really tried to do a lot in this episode a little bit too there's more talking in this episode of dynamite than generally there is there is plenty to enjoy but man this to me i was watching i was like god this feels really long i was shocked when i looked at the clock at that uh, at the Anna J match was like this is the top of the hour. I right know. Now. I mean, what do I say? What do I say? You, you jam a bunch of segments and and they're predominantly talking. It slows yeah. down the pace of the show, and that's that first hour. They just jammed it full of, of segments, and you'd think, oh, it moves fast. It'll speed the show along. No, for some reason, it makes the show feel slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Raw. This happens on Raw all the time, where like the 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 slowest paced episodes of Raw in terms of viewing experience are the ones they try to jam as much stuff in as possible. Yeah. Don't know what it is. You know, part of it, I think it is for us specifically, is we have to take notes for stuff, and mm-hmm. we take more notes for talking bits than we do for matches generally. And so yeah, sure. it's more yeah. work for us to transcribe talking than it is mm-hmm. to watch a match and just kind of write down the story beats in the finish. Well, I don't think, yeah, I, I think it, that informs the pace of a show. You know, it's like it when, 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 we're, when, when we judge that by the work we put into the actual episode, you know, transcribing it, basically, um, we get a better sense or we get a sense of like, man, they're putting a lot. They're, they're doing a lot of talky stuff in this episode. Usually with Dynamite, I'm used to like the first 30 minutes. It's a breeze because all I got to say is, man, this is a really cool match. And if there's any story beats, we hit those story beats. Mm-hmm. This first match was, and I shouldn't, this match was like maybe 10, 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. I think it concluded around the 15 minute mark. So you're not talking about uh, entrances here. Um, 
And uh, and and it's like usually your typical dynamite, your first segments at thirty minutes. It's like the yeah, Young yeah, Bucks yeah. versus some other team, and they're just doing crazy shit. Twenty minute minutes. match, post match angle. You you go to an interview brawl. and, and yeah, brawl, <laughs> yeah. and then you have a commercial break after like a post match interview. It's generally yeah. how it goes, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this first hour there was one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, ten segments before the Jamie Hader and a J match in the first Jeez. hours. Wow, there's yeah. some dynamites they have ten to twelve segments for the entire episode. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but the second hour was one, two, three, four, five, seven, seven in the second hour. Mm-hmm. Second yeah. hour is more enjoyable in my estimation. I think partially um, for that reason, also yeah. that you know maybe the two of the best matches on the show. Two of the, you know, two of the, at least two of the best matches were the oh, last yeah. two. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. No, when you look at that breakdown there, you see that first hour. That first hour, I had like two pages of notes. The last hour, I had one page of note, notes. Um, yeah. And yeah, well, let's talk about that. You know, kind of bitching right now about the pace of the show, but it did have some cool stuff going on. Orange Cassidy versus Miro. Yeah. Of course, uh, earlier in the day, we talked about this on our show, on our NXT recap show earlier in the day. Uh, it was announced that John Moxley has uh, gone into rehab for alcohol um, uh, issues. And uh, and so he was replaced in the Eliminator tournament with Miro, uh, who apparently had to be rushed to the scene mm-hmm. uh, because he wasn't scheduled to be on the show tonight. So uh, they had him cut a, a video promo, uh, running down God again, and saying that uh, he's going to get uh, that title, and then he'll forgive God. And then, uh, and yeah, sure enough, like he's getting there. He tapped out Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. With a game over, which leads to Miro versus Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson yeah. in the finals there Correct. at full gear. How do you see this going? Do you think this changed? You know, I, I had suspected that Mox was going to yeah. come out of this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Do you see Miro just yeah. being plunked down in his I face and, and beating Brian Danielson? Because if, if Danielson was going to win, why not just give Orange Cassidy a bye and have Cassidy versus Brian Danielson in the finals? Yeah. And, you know, Could why bring that. Miro into this just to lose to Danielson? Doesn't make a whole lot of mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think they're just going to put Miro in whatever position they had for Mox, have Miro win, beat Danielson, be uh, the first challenger for Paige, and then Paige can beat Miro. Miro can continue on with his story against God. Paige can continue on uh, his title reign. I think that's mm-hmm. how it's going to go, you know? I mean, because... Yeah. Like Orange Cassidy versus Brian Danielson would have been fun. It would have been different. Yeah, sure. You know, and and so if if Danielson was going to win the whole thing, give us that match. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I just yeah. feel like if, if if they're so intent on on having Cassidy take the L in the, in the semifinal, it just makes me feel that whoever that was going to be that beat Orange Cassidy is going to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That 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 that's a good point. Um. That'll be. I think it'll be huge for Miro if he gets that win, oh, like yeah. a legit win over, yeah. uh, uh, especially tapping him out to a game over. That that's going to be a killer match. By mm-hmm. the way, that's going to mm-hmm. be a really good match. Uh, hopefully, they they give us a, a promo bit next week in the ring with these two because that's oh, going to so. be really good too. I hope so. um, yeah, that was that was a fun match. Uh, Cody versus Andrade was probably my match of the night. Match. Though it was a good battle. It was a really. I mean, Andrade. It's you, you sort of forget sometimes with how they present him uh, versus his just sheer 
pure talent in the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is, is is almost unparalleled with what he can do in the ring. He's great. This was just really fun storytelling here between these two. And uh, Cody took the loss thanks to FTR realigning themselves with uh, with Andrade as well. Yeah. Now you you, uh, you have to think yeah. too. Um, yeah, I know. I know that Andrade in the past has worked out a business deal with MJF, which allowed FTR to win those AAA tag titles. But we don't really see. We saw a bit tonight, but MJF's kind of off doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. he still has Wardlow and kind of spears with them. FTR obviously is kind of doing their own thing. They seem mm-hmm. like they have more dealings with Andrade of late than MJF. Mm-hmm. You know, Tully seems firmly in the camp of FTR. Mm-hmm. Could they potentially do a story down the road where Andrade ends up recruiting FTR to to to, to join him, and thus having FTR leave Pinnacle? I didn't, you know, if it, it's the sort of situation where uh, if they're not exclusive, if they're like, hey, you know, we are mercenaries, whoever the highest bidder is in that moment. Uh, but yeah, yeah, because it, it does seem like. You know, obviously, right now it's like MJF Wardlow and his accountability buddy, uh, Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. They're doing a thing, mm-hmm. and then FTR. They're like, "Hey, we're money guys uh, with a kick-ass new Midnight Express uh, uh, oh, what a great influence theme. theme song, which was just stuck in my head." And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's possible. I wonder. I do kind of wonder if the, the there's there's not much of a formality there now. Maybe their allegiance will be tested and tried if Andrade ever comes up against MJF. Uh, I kind of feel like Andrade could be considered, I know he's supposed to be a bad guy, but like he's so damn charming. I kind of find it hard to see him as like either or he's Mm -hmm. just a badass. Mm -hmm. Um, So it could be interesting to use FTR to help fuel a rivalry between those two if they ever get to that. I don't know. It could be a lot of fun, but I just feel like FTR, they just take that money and and, uh, and do oh, whatever. Entirely possible. Entirely possible. Yeah. They could also I'm more think- looking forward to seeing. I just want to see FTR. When's that show? December 5th? The uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, the AAA show? I just want to see FTR hold on to those titles. I want to see them down there in Mexico, man. Yeah, that'd be great. At Arena Mexico. That'd be great. Um, uh, another uh, kind of thing that happened that piqued my interest and I don't necessarily feel like was, was paid off entirely was early on Malachi Black had a promo <laughs> and pretty much uh, teased someone close to Cody betraying him. Uh, referencing Julius Caesar, uh, naming uh, Brutus by first name, saying that he wasn't the only one to stab Caesar in the back. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, we're going to have a, 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 a swerve here um, in the uh, in in that match, and it didn't really happen. You know, um, it, it, we had we had FTR come out and, and hit Cody with the AAA tag titles during his suicide dive. Um, Maybe my expectations were raised too high. We had that face-off between Tully and Arn. I'm like, yes, yes, Arn, turn on Cody. Join up with Tully and FTR. That would be great. And then, you know, it, it, the Lucha Brothers came out, so we never got resolution on that. I don't know. Just feel like maybe it's down the line. It'll happen. It's entirely possible. But uh, Yeah, they, they got to do something with that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because you're, you're totally right. Um, what's the match for Cody at full gear? Is it going to be Malachi Black again? The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Because like Malachi, it seemed like he was sort of pulling the strings like, hey, I don't have to be there, Tony, but... I can play puppet master and, and there's a dude who's going to come. Cause yeah, it should be Arn. I mean, Brutus was, uh, was, uh, I think, uh, Caesar's side dude as general. Yeah. yeah. So like, it would kind of make sense. You know, he, he's the, he had his own waffle house menu maybe before he attacked. So Caesar. I think was it last week I was saying that it'd be Cody and pack versus Malachi and Andrade at full gear. Mm-hmm, last yeah. week, a couple weeks, a couple people in chat are mentioning that too. Yeah, that makes sense. You'd think they would have had that match maybe tonight, and they'd had Andrade and Cody at the pay per view. But that's if, what I, yeah, that's it, what I. Figured. Unless they want that turn of Arn, assuming it's Arn, to be a dramatic moment, maybe it makes sense to have all the players there ringside. Well, that's happens. what I was thinking. Yeah, it'd be because Arn would. There would be a much bigger moment if Arn turns on Cody. Um, you know, maybe he sees Andrade and is like, "This is what you need to be, and this is what you're not." So you know, I'm going to go hang out with my four horseman guy who's mm-hmm. aligned with Andrade. So we're all going to do a thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to find out, but uh, interesting to see where that lands. It even, yeah, it is interesting if they're going to do a tag match, which seems, I don't know, like AEW is known for tag teams, uh, just a straight up thrown together tag match seems a tad underwhelming, but especially cause it's not like Cody and pack are really. Yeah, I know. They're not really aligned all that much. No, they're you know? not. But if it's a, if if the if if the the point of the tag match is is really pushing story, you know, I, I could be cool mm-hmm. with a put together tag match if there's a massive story beat coming. So yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be. Anyways, let's get into this. It opened up with Kenny Omega versus Allen Angels. Of course, much ado was made last year when uh, God, it was like, eighteen it was months even ago. earlier than that. It was yeah, that's right. Ago. Yeah, uh, when Allen Angels. Uh, kicked out of a V trigger. Yeah, and it was a competitive uh, kicked bout. out of yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a competitive bout, and now it's uh, eighteen months on. Allen Angels uh, is in a little bit of a better spot than he was before. Certainly more well known. Part of the Dark Order. Joined the Dark Order, and uh, uh, this time it took three of them. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega laid him out with one. They had a really lazy uh, pin, and uh, what's his, uh, Allen Angels kicked out of that, and then uh, uh, Kenny just completely annihilated him with three more. He didn't kick out of that. No. So uh, afterwards, uh, Kenny gets on the mic and he says, uh, basically, he says, I'm paraphrasing. He says, I gave you your career, but I giveth and I taketh away. Nakazawa, get me the chair. And he puts the chair down. He gets Alan Angels up for a one winged angel on the chair. And then Hangman Page comes out. Uh, uh, Hangman's about to try to take a swing. Uh, I'm sorry. Kenny's about to take a swing at Hangman. Angels takes a chair out of his hands. And uh, uh, Kenny barely dodges a buckshot and uh, leaves the title in the ring. Hangman looks down, gets the title, says, hey, Kenny, I think you forgot something. I'm just going to lay it over here. He says, hold on to that tight, though. You got 10 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cowboy shit. Yep. After that, we had a Malachi Black promo. And he says, uh, why do men of power think that their decisions serve more than their own interests? Uh, he says, Tony's decision to bar me from ringside won't change the outcome of this match. And then he talks about the assassination of Julius Caesar. And he says it wasn't just Marcus that betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's up? Marty the Moth is in our oh, Twitch hello. chat. What's up? Welcome to the show. Take a seat. 
let's see here. That was the Malachi Black thing. And then we had uh, CM Punk comes down. He returns to Dynamite. And uh, he sits down and he says, you know, sorry, guys. But it's not really in a great mood tonight. He says, there's two people who aren't here tonight. One has a really good reason, and that's Mox. He really puts over Mox and what he's going through right now. He says, I want to hear his name be chanted. So the crowd, of course, obliges. They, they, they chant Mox. He says, you know, I have some history with him. We're not the best of friends. But last night I got a call told about what was happening. And, you know, I know what it's like to try to please everybody and basically burn yourself out. Again, I'm paraphrasing. He says, eventually take yourself off the hamster wheel. He says, I did the same thing. I was criticized for it. I don't want to hear anybody criticize Mox for this. So if anybody at home or here is listening, if you're in a place where you think you need help, reach out, text somebody, let somebody know. He says, uh, that brings me to the second guy that's not here tonight, Eddie Kingston. He says, you're not here tonight, so I can't ask you to your face, so I have to do it this way. So I don't know what kind of fabricated story you have in your head, some beef we have, but I can't fight you because you're not here. Crowd starts chanting full gear. He says, yeah, that's an option. He says, I'll be here in St. Louis. To accept your apology, he says, I'll be there in St. Louis to accept your apology for interrupting me. Uh, and uh, he says, I'm going to leave with this because Mox isn't here. There was a spot open in the Eliminator tournament before I was going to clear things up with Kingston. That was a possibility. But now you don't get me versus Orange Cassidy and possibly me versus Brian Danielson. And he blames out on Eddie Kingston. So, yeah. Yeah. And he just says, I'll see you in St. Louis, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Miro promo. I try to tr- transcribe best I can I could, but I'm so captivated by Miro, it's hard to 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 do anything but just to stare and screen at all. Uh, so he says, uh, "My God, I cursed you. I threatened you. Waited patiently. No word comes, and then I'm in the title race. All of a sudden, is this you trying to help me or toy with me?" He Ooh. says, "In this tournament, it is God that needs to prove Himself to me, like I like I need to prove myself to her." Mm-hmm. He says, "I will be forgiven. I will be loved." Then, then you will be forgiven. He needs he needs to get it first, man. What is it? Bluechew.com promo code GIR. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. He's blaming that now on God. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she won't toy with it. God. Uh, after that, we had a super click interview. This was just this was one of those things where it was just like almost endless. <laughs> and I get the point of it. The point was Christian gave a concerto to Adam Cole. That's setting up their match for full gear because that's a big deal. But it was just long. It was long. So their their interview is pretty funny, though. Like, Adam Cole does his awesome promo thing. And then Nick Jackson just, we're a bunch of badasses. We're dangerous, <laughs> tough yeah, guys. Dangerous, tough guys. Then Christian, Christian just sort of moseys into the frame. And he's like, you know, and they're like, hey, man, get out of here. What are you doing, you nerd? And then uh, uh, they're like, there's a bunch of us. and There's only one of you camera wides out. And you got Luchasaurus there who's like, you know, three men in one. So uh, they try to they start to act like they're going to slink away. And then Matt takes a swing on Luchasaurus and this whole huge brawl breaks out. Uh, The Bucks sort of get the advantage at a certain point with a low blow on Luchasaurus, maybe Christian. I don't know who it is. Uh, Jungle Boy comes sprinting. That was great. Just sprinting and just launches himself onto everybody. Christian has a really weak spear on Matt on the stage. He tries an unprettier on him, and instead he eats a super kick from Nick. Luchasaurus takes them out, choke slams Nick onto Adam Cole, which looked rough. Yeah, that looked like a uh, uh, Jungle Boy then put the snare trap on Cole, who passes out. Christian then brings some chairs out and just takes this to a whole nother level. He's supposed to be the good guy here delivering a concerto to Adam Cole. I'm going to be cheering so hard. 
when Adam Cole baby. Well, you would regardless if he gave him a concerto or not. You got that right, Adam man. Adam Cole is your favorite wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. He's my best friend. Well, he's a favorite uh, wrestler. Uh, so after that, we had a, a Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander video package to hype up their TBS championship tournament match. Uh, this was good stuff. They always do such a good job with these, these video packages. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, these these are great. These are awesome. Great. Yeah, they're great. Uh, Jmart here in the chat says uh, Matt had the quarter snacks Nike SB Dunk Lows. Oh. Nick had the black Gundam SB Dunk Highs. There we go. Thank you, our official shoe aficionado, J-Mart, J-Mart. for informing us. Indeed, We're going to expect this indeed. every Rampage and every Dynamite now from you, sir. I know. The expectations have been set, J-Mart. <laughs> uh, then we had Aerostar and Samurai Del Sol, formerly known as Kalisto in WWE, teaming up Lucha, Lucha, to Lucha. challenge FTR for the AAA Tag Team titles. Uh, FTR got some new retro-styled music. It was great. Oh, man. This was great. So it was, uh, it was, it's basically a uh, 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 homage to the Midnight Express's theme song, which was an homage to the music from Midnight Express, which the was movie. Giorgio. Yes. Yes. The mo- yeah, sorry, the movie, which was uh, done by disco legend Giorgio Moroder. Mm-hmm. If I got, I totally mm-hmm. probably didn't say that name with the correct amount of uh, flair. But uh, yeah, it was stuck in my head. They, they they need to keep this. I hope so. Enough enough of that, you know. Uh, Say yeah uh, stuff. Yeah. Homage to their WWE theme. No, keep this one. This was the money right here, and I love that they have the uh, the knee pads. One was American flag, one was Mexican flag, because they're the AAA tag champions. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was great. This is a fun match. A couple was. spots where it might it look like there was some miscommunication, but this is a lot of fun. You get Aerostar and uh, Samurai Del Sol and FTR in a ring together. Man, I could watch that all day Fun long. stuff happens, yeah. And while Aerostar didn't fall off something super-duper high, uh, you know, as is, 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 is crazy as that is, we need to see that all the time because it's super dangerous. He still did a lot of crazy stuff. That reverse mm-hmm. diving headbutt off the top, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, dude, I know. Yeah, God. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, that, half this stuff, when they get in there, I'm like, what it? I love that. I love. That's why I love watching. Whenever we watch AAA, like it's not often, but man, there's always shit that I'm like, like watch any Vikingo match, uh, El Hio del yeah. Vikingo match. Yeah. You will see so much shit you've never seen before. It's yeah. nuts. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, Aerostar's great. Um, so down. They just they didn't have him fall from anything really high up in the air. Yeah, no, they didn't. That didn't happen. But you can't have everything, I guess. No, but maybe that's probably best just to do it, you know, once or twice a year, you know. Anyways, anyway. True. That's what that. So uh, down towards the finish, uh, Aerostar takes uh, Dax out of the ring. Uh, uh, Samurai Del Sol uh, hits his finish on Cash. I don't know what he calls it now, so I don't want to call it by the WWE name. So, anyways, uh, Aerostar follows with a splash off the second rope. Uh, Dax breaks up the cover there. Uh, Dax. Sidesteps suicide dive from uh, Samurai Del Sol. Hits him with a brain buster on the floor. Ow. So mm-hmm. then Aerostar hits a victory roll on Cash. 
Cash reverses that into a roll-up of his own and grabs onto the ropes to get the win. And the trunks, yeah, everything. Yeah. He, got yeah. a, he got his hands on everything there. Uh, after that, we had uh, a Hikaru uh, Shida interview uh, where Tony was giving her the, uh, the trophy for the 50 wins. They glued that thing back together. Uh, Nyla Rose interrupted, uh, talked a lot of shit, said this is going to be a, it's going to be an easy night for us. When is that match? Is it going to be on Rampage or next week's Dynamite? I feel like it's going to be on Rampage. Man, I think I think Sheeta's coming out of that man because they they made the obvious thing of oh your legs feeling okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. oh Sheeta's going to win that then, huh? Could be. Because <clears throat> Sheeta, I think I think that's going to lead to a fa- isn't she going up against the winner of Ruby Statlander? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a face versus face thing. No, maybe be. not. I don't know. Maybe not. Could be. Who knows? That's 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 going to be whatever. Whoever comes out of that's probably going to be Ruby. If it's Ruby versus Sheeta, holy crap! That could be great. That that's going to be a good match. That could be great. Uh, after that, we had the inner circle come to the ring. Uh, Jericho talks about how Sammy won last week against Ethan Page, so they get their ten man uh, tag match street fight. And they get to choose which members America Top Team they get to face. This, of course, brings out America Top Team. Uh, Lambert talks trash about city they're in wants Jericho to get it over with uh, Jericho talks some trash uh, about uh, America top team calls him an ugly collection of dumb idiots Lambert <laughs> tells Jericho to put his respect on his name he said he made he said I made America top team uh, the top team in this business which makes me team member number one number as one as soon as he said that I was already like 95 percent sure that Lambert was gonna be this match as soon as he said that it went up to 100 percent yeah he says I got an open contract here signed by everybody America top team and he hands it to Aubrey Edwards, who takes it down the ring, gives it to Jericho. He starts looking it over. And while Jericho's looking it over with Inner Circle, Lambert's hyping up men of the year, talking about each member of, uh, uh, of the MMA team members of America Top Team. And he says, all right, now it's time. Pick your poison. And Jericho says, oh, you have an open contract. So they can pick any member uh, of America Top Team they want. So Hager, he wants Junior Dos Santos. He talks some trash to him. Santana's next. He wants Arlovsky. He talks some trash. And Lambert says, well, before... You make your final pick. Uh, Jer- he tells Jericho that Paige Van Zandt's husband wants to be in the match, and he's about to talk. Paige takes the mic from him and says, I don't need him talking for me. Essentially, she says, you better put me in the match. My calendar is clear. I could take on all five of you by myself. Uh, and then uh, uh, Jericho, you know, makes some jokes about that. And <laughs> I was just going to let you. I was going to say, oh, what's Larson going to say about this? Yeah. <laughs> or tries to make some jokes about that, referencing her OnlyFans. Um, he, he says, uh, but they're choosing the guy who said that he's the number one m- member of America Top Team. They're choosing Dan Lambert. Of course, he goes crazy. He's upset. Says, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Totally eating the pin. You know, Zondo says here in chat, kind of glad I didn't get as crass as it could have been. I was fully expecting it to be. And that's it. it's better when you just sort of let it sit there, you know, like Jericho actually was a bit. I mean, I know I'm referencing OnlyFans, but like he could have gotten a lot. He just sort of repeated what she said and was like, oh, OK, well, because um, it was such a softball there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that it, doing that is a lot. It's just a lot funnier when you just sort of are more clever than being blunt about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's to Lambert's totally in the pin. That actually, that match actually might be kind of fun. Like for be. all this brutality that we've had to sit through with all these segments, the match itself, Dan Lambert is, I st- he, he Lambert did a lot of good stuff in impact when I was watching mm-hmm. 
And he is a big pro wrestling fan. Yeah, I he think he's going to do Warriors tonight. He did. Yeah, I, I thought that's why I thought like his stuff was stronger. Right? It wasn't as long. It wasn't as laborious. And I totally get your point about. Yeah, but like up until this point, it's been so brutal. It You cannot give it the benefit of the doubt and you don't want to sit there through it again. Um, I just thought tonight it was that they were a lot more effective well, with their time. They were efficient, and, efficient with it. And time. also, they had a very obvious objective they had to get to yeah. in this segment. And for a lot of this, it's just go out and get heat, which is, you know, it's a goal, but it's a lot ne- more nebulous than a very specific objective they had to achieve with this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. And, and so, th- these segments have been so laborious for so long. It's a real uphill battle for me to get invested. Yeah. Like this would have to be like segment of the year for me to sit here and be like, yeah, it was all right. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, after that, we had um, uh, uh, an interview with, golly, so many talking parts here. We had an interview with Matt Seidel and uh, Dante Martin, and uh, LBO Leo was there, and uh, Lee Moriarty yes. was there. And so Seidel was like, hey, Dante, you did great. All the stuff we went through training came to fruition in your victory against me. Congratulations, you're the man. He says, uh, He says, you know, uh, I know that you're training with LBO Leo now. He's teaching you about the financial industry and wrestling. But I've got any number of people who are interested in continuing to train with me, including Lee Moriarty. And as a friendly challenge, I'd like to ask you and Leo to be in a match with us. And then Leo says, oh, yes, I'll do that. Challenge accepted. Everybody seems really friendly here. Yeah, I know. So, it does seem largely yeah. uh, pretty pretty friendly here. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is gonna be, is it gonna happen on Rampage? Do we know, or is it on Dynamite next week? This is gonna be a killer match. It is gonna be great. The one time I don't write the card for Dyna- for Rampage this week, he asked me all I'm these sorry, questions. I'm just, I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I, How I'm taking you? you for granted, my friend. How dare you? <laughs> uh, after that, we had Jamie Hader versus Anna Jay, uh, first round bout for the TBS Championship Tournament. This was a solid bout. Uh, towards the end, Anna's looking for a queen slayer. Jamie flings her off her back. She's looking for a clothesline. Anna ducks it, locks on the queen slayer again. Rebel gets on the apron, distracts the ref. Uh, uh, on the other side, uh, uh, Jamie pushes uh, or backs up so she's near the ropes so that uh, uh, Britt could trip up or grab Anna's ankle. So she breaks, breaks the hold. And then Jamie hits Anna with a huge clothesline to get the win. Afterwards, Jamie and Rebel are, are, are attacking Anna J. Ty Conti runs down to make the save. Uh, she hits some ground to pound on Britt. Eventually, she's overwhelmed by Rebel and Jamie. And then Britt's about to hit a stomp on the belt when Thunder Rosa runs down to make the save. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the match there, the uh, Thunder Rosa. Versus Jamie Hader, yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, then we get a Jade Cargill promo. And uh, the essence of this is, uh, she says, it doesn't really matter who gets to me. They're going to lose. I'm going to win that title. And I'm going to rename the title, the That Bit Show title. You like the ring of that? Doesn't really roll off the tongue all that great. They, she can still call it the TBS title because it works. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. But instead of Turner Broadcasting System, it would be yeah. that bit show. Yeah. Isn't it weird that they haven't renamed the actual channel TBS? Turner Broadcasting System? Branding, man. Branding. I guess. People know what TBS uh, means. It means very funny. It means it, yeah, it means, yeah, very funny. Anyways, after that, MJF comes out to talk. And, uh, and he talks he, a lot. Yeah, he does that for a while. Boy, he does that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the gist of this, I mean, I have it all written down here. I can prove it. He says, let's be real, Darby. When all the new faces showed up here in AEW, we didn't sweat it because we're pillars. They need us. The fans know who we are. Hold on, hold on. The gist we'll be- is they're the two best pillars, but he's the best pillar. That's the gist. Yes, and the whole time Darby is sitting up the crowd. Really good, man. Look at you with the cliff notes. Good job. <laughs> uh, so uh, he, and then he says, he says, I thought, dude, I honestly thought there was going to be like a stipulation to this match, which would allow MJF to pick up the actual win, but not break Darby mentally. That and the, but by the end of this, they just said, yeah, we're gonna have a wrestling match because he said even if you don't, even if you uh, kick off this match rushing at me like a hyena or something, uh, uh, I'm just gonna you know I, I, I'm so much better than you, I could beat you with a headlock takeover, mm-hmm. um, because I'm a better wrestler than you. And Darby uh, gets on the max says, Max, I'm an outcast and <laughs> everything else you called me. I'm just going to do Tommy Wiseau for Darby Allen. All right. Very well. He said, full gear. I'm not going to attack you with my skateboard, Max. We'll have a wrestling match. He says, because I'm going to let my anger out right now tonight. MJF says, no, and tries to leave up the ramp. And then Sting heads him off a bunch with a bunch of dudes uh, with uh, MJF masks Mm -hmm. on. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Pinnacle happens, Wardlow and Sean Spears. A big brawl breaks out between Sting, Wardlow, Sean Spears, all those jobber dudes. And then uh, Darby and Max start brawling out in the crowd. Then they do the spot where he like sort of lines up MJF near the barricade on the crowd side. He goes back a good 20 yards, maybe 30 yards, and just sprints at the dude and just annihilates him going over the barricade. I thought somebody was getting really hurt there, but they didn't. They were fine. He gets MJF in the ring, goes up for a coffin drop. MJF is able to get out of there before Darby goes up, uh, is able to drop him with a coffin drop. And then uh, they just sort of stare at each other from either sides of the barricade. Correct. Correct. Uh, After that, we got Andrade versus Cody Rhodes. This is a really fun bout. Uh, it's good back and forth. Uh, we saw Andrade do a split leg boot salt. Yeah, I don't remember him doing that in WWE at all. That was great. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I like the uh, the sort of the shout outs to their respective fathers ish. You know, Cody did the whole dusty thing with the and the elbow, elbow yeah. thing. I'm I'm sure that has a name, but I'm 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 a dummy. Um, and then uh, uh, Andrade gave a shout out to Ric Flair before he uh, locked in the figure four. He gave out a woo, and uh, and then of course Cody reversed the pressure. Yes, shooting that pressure back down to the legs of Andrade. Very of painful. course, he was able to escape that. Cody goes for a suicide dive. FTRs there, hit them in the head with the tag titles, and then Andrade rolls them back in. Hits Hammerlock DDT for the win. Yeah. And then uh, uh, as Cody, as they're all celebrating, Cody wakes up. FTR and Andrade beat his ass. Uh, Arn gets in there, pushes Tully. Tully takes off his jacket, about to throw hands. And then uh, Lucha Bros come down, and then everybody just sort of take it to FTR. And uh, that, that's how that ends. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we get a John Silver interview. 
um, and he just takes a bunch of jokes from being the elite and brings them to dynamite. But yeah, that's fine right. because they were yeah. good. So he yeah, says, Budge. Budge. He says it's not going to be Cole versus Silver this Friday in Rampage. It's going to be Silver versus Budge. And he says, since Adam Cole has come to AEW, I've been giving him some pointers. Like maybe cut your hair. Maybe change your name to Budge. Maybe become the Dark Order's manager. Of course, these are all references to the rumors and reports about WB's pitches for Adam Cole on the main roster. Rumors. Um, says, what was it? Did you watch any of the? Be- I I I have been waiting to watch that being the elite stuff for whatever reason. I forget about it. Yeah, I hear it's hilarious. Yeah, I've heard that. Do too. you know the? Do you know the uh, etymology of the 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 budge? No, I do not know the origins of it. No, maybe somebody here in chat can, can fill uh, us in. Can, yes. Uh, so uh, in, yeah. Silver says he has Cole hasn't taken my advice. That makes me mad. Johnny Hungy, so on and so forth. Uh, then we had a a, a bunny. Red Velvet video package hyping up their match at TBS tournament. Again, these are great. Well put together. They, yeah, they, these are, they re- find, these are really They find good. stories yeah. for uh, for the, the competitors, so they go into the match with an actual story just like ready to go. You know? Mm-hmm. There's a story yeah, to be told totally. there. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And then we had our main event, Orange Cassidy versus Miro semifinals for the uh, uh, Eliminator tournament. Uh, Brian Danielson comes out and joins commentary for the bout. Matt Hardy is sitting ringside. Of course, he has beef with Orange Cassidy, but his presence didn't really play into the match. Other than yeah, Orange sure. Cassidy giving Matt Hardy a thumbs up after he puts Miro through the timekeeper table. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So that spot happened. That was pretty great. Uh, uh, Miro barely beats the 10 count to get back on the ring. Uh, Cassidy's going for an orange punch. Miro ducks that. Uh, Cassidy hits beach break. This is after, I believe, yeah, that Miro had already eaten a DDT earlier in the match, really selling the neck. That gets him a two. Uh, orange goes for another orange punch. Miro dodges that, hits the Machka kick, locks on, game over. Orange pretty much taps immediately. Danielson leaves commentary, walks to the ring, has a bit of a stare down with Miro, offers his hand, and Miro's leaving the ring as the show goes off the air. He said no. So people are just saying uh, uh, Budge was just something that uh, Silver came up with on the spot when he was pitching new names and it made everybody laugh. So, oh yeah, muted Mayday here brings this up about Tony Schiavone, and then this even caused Enforcer to text us both. I know he says, "I got another TBS for you, the big shithead about MJF when he yeah, came that out." That was great. That was really funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I Sounds have good. a thread here on the Patreon. By the way, if you like going and Ron, you want to hear it ad free, ad free in the audio realm. That is. You can do that uh, along with our bonus episodes. You can get those all ad-free at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. $5 oh, a month. If you don't want to pay the $5, you just want to pay $3, save an extra $2, and you, you don't care about the bonus content, you can get the show ad-free at goinginraw.supercast.tech. Give a quick shout-out here. To Salvador Gutierrez, Vlasios Michaelopoulos, Lance Hansford, Cesar Areza, and uh, Roma BPM, new patrons. Thank here you so much. Thank you. Thank at you. Going and Raw. It really goes a long way towards helping to support Going and Raw. We really appreciate it. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into these questions. David Matushek. Sure, sure. Oh, man. I, dude, the list is endless. This is what other AAA luchadors. Do you think FTR should face in the future? Uh, of course, uh, Pagano and Chessman. 
Of course. The yeah. ultimate can they coexist can story. They, that is the ultimate <laughs> can they coexist. They main evented one of the most brutal triple mania matches two Next years year, ago. Next year they are in a tag team. But no, the answer to that question this year, they cannot coexist. They cannot coexist. <laughs> so that's what we want to see. That's good. Who would it uh, uh, Vikingo and who's the match coming up in December? Isn't it Vikingo and... Uh, that uh, Laredo kid? No, Vikingo is challenging Kenny for the, the mega championship. Oh, that's right. That's right. Who challenged gosh, who challenged uh it, oh it was it was it was Dragon Lee and and uh 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 Drillistico. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. That's right. Yeah, let's get the them in titles. there with FTR. Um Thomas Dunnigan. Paige didn't quite read chess man pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I love AAA. Oh, God, I, I, if we could turn this podcast into going in AAA, I would. Thomas Dunnigan says Paige didn't quite raise up the AEW World Title, only held it. So is Paige still safe to win the match of Full Gear? Yeah, because he's going to get his ass kicked next week. He's going to get destroyed On next week. Dynamite. He's going to get murdered. Yeah, yeah. he's going he's to get beat down. Real something awful. Uh, Dang MQ says I hope. Uh, AEW doesn't do the whole one faction has a woman, the other one doesn't, making the faction without a woman like Dullard's between Inner Circle America top team as one uh, NXT 1.0 did with Hit Row versus Legato. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to be. I never really thought that Legato came off as like no, I don't think they dollars. came off as dollars either. They were just like, oh, man, we got to even the odds here. I don't know. Paige, Paige might go through a table or something, though. AEW's Maybe. a bit looser with that kind of stuff. You know what? I, mean, I know they're they're making this a street fight maybe to kind of seem like the, it evens the odds so it wouldn't be completely obvious that every one of those professional wrestlers would get totally destroyed by the fighters. <laughs> I feel like it makes it worse, though. <laughs> you know, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, it's it's to make it goofier and less professional wrestling. You're right, but it's funny because like you you've made that point so often, and I've sort of laughed it off because I'm like, well, it's a different universe of professional wrestling. But like when Dan Lambert was listing off the legitimate and awesome accomplishments of his of his guys, and of course Paige. It it is very impressive, and it's like God. They would just annihilate these they guys. Would wipe the floor with every member of Inner Circle, and so much respect to Lambert and America Top Team. You know, Jake Hager said something. I think it was to uh, it was Junior uh, Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos about like we're gonna beat you quicker than your last match, which was seventy one seconds, and he made a lot of clowning jokes about that. Nobody ever said about anything about the level of opponent they've thrown at Hager over in Bellator. You look at some of these guys like he's in there with Steven Larson, you know, <laughs> it's like, and they didn't talk shit about that. They're keeping him looking strong because they could easily say you couldn't carry our water, man. I know very easily. Although didn't uh, 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 Lambert made reference to Hager's time in, in uh, Bellator. Cause he said two of, he said he, was, he said no he put him over he says it's impressive that you're undefeated in bellator but this guy over here blah 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 yeah um so he was he was putting over hager you know so uh let's see here anyways um uh, oliver trottier or trottier 
asks, who's your favorite member of the Dark Order? It's, oh, it's Silver. Yeah. It's Silver. That dude is absolutely hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just in the ring. God, he's so much fun. Gosh, he's really good. Yeah, he's amazing. Oh, Muted Mayday says, I ain't afraid no budge was the name of the Ghostbusters knockoff song. That's funny. I ain't afraid of no budge. Uh, Dan Daniels says, any wrestling tropes that you're not tired of just yet, but you're starting to get there? Oh, man. I'm sure that, yeah. Um, Tired can they coexist? Tired of championship contender matches. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't stand those. Wrestling I feel like tr- I feel like if I mentioned it on the show, I feel like if we mention a trope on the show, it's probably because we're tired of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're not tired of it, we just kind of let it go, you know? Yeah. God, I don't know. Maybe some some people in chat have some ideas. Like Michael Sodop says, roll ups. Um. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, ro- I don't know. I there does seem to be. I'm tired of the trope of of roll up being seen as less of a victory than hitting finisher and winning that way. Because they do roll up and then it's like, oh, well, you didn't beat me, so mm-hmm. we're going to do another match, you know? That yeah. I'm kind of tired of. I don't like people getting distracted by music. That one, one trope that I hate oh, yeah. in wrestling is people getting distracted. Yeah. It's like, you got to keep your eyes on the prize, man. Mm-hmm. You deserve a chance. I'm fine with those. That's a good question. Maybe chat can load us up with a couple more. Yeah, Zondo here. No, but these are all the ones that I'm kind of tired of. Like, Zondo says, fight spilling from backstage to the arena. I'm kind of over brawls. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one that I'm still cool with. Yeah. People yeah. not kidding. Yeah, dives. Suicide. I'm not, I'm not huge on suicide dives because I don't really want people to. I don't like seeing people possibly get hurt. But I don't mind them in general. Like, I don't know. I like I like suicide dives. Yeah. As long as they're they're like, you know. As long as they're safe. Yeah. Uh Dang uh, Q says this was asked yesterday at the NXT two point watch along, but Larson, which wrestler do you not get that most people love? Mm, mm, this is a good question, yeah. Uh Enforcer's answer, and I was kind of with this, was Jurassic Express. Like I kind of like I get why people like them. They're like the Scooby-Doo crew, but I'm not really huge into them. They don't do much for me. Oh, I had a really good answer. Oh, there's two and they're both in in NXT. It's not that I don't get them. I guess I just don't appreciate them as much as other people. One is Cameron Grimes. I got no beef with Cameron Grimes. I like Cameron yeah, Grimes a okay, lot. Sure, I thought he yeah. was doing. I thought he was doing great work when he was still in TNA. Show up as PW, uh, PWG as as TNA uh, superstar Trevor Lee. Thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, this this over the top comedic Cameron Grimes. It's not bad. It just doesn't really do it for me. Dude, That's the church tr- the church of Trevor Lee was a better gimmick than Cameron Grimes. Yeah. I, I actually agree with you on that one. Yeah, I yeah. I, I like Cameron Grimes, but he's 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 one dimensional. He wasn't before. I yes. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other is Tony D'Angelo. It's fine until he's invested <laughs> in his character. Just doesn't really do it for me. Tony reminds me of an old friend of ours. Okay, who who's involved in wrestling to okay. a degree tangentially. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I. 
to, to, I like Tony. I like to, I, every, I thought I was going to hate him and I was like, this is terrible. But <laughs> that shit last night on Lash Legend was pretty damn funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, Yellow Flash. Who should Sammy feud with for the TNT title? Miro needs to destroy him. Yeah. Get it back. Miro just needs to annihilate him and get it back. Yep. Yep. Totally. Thousand percent. Uh, Cesar asks, what do you think the trio's title in AEW is going to look like? Warner Media title. It's going to have HBO Max. It's going to have the HBO Max logo. The Bleacher Report logo. (laughs) And then uh, the AOL logo. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Is AOL still? I think that's still my dad's email address. No idea. I think it's still my dad's email address. An AOL one. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay. Uh, Vince McMahon's intern, Tyrone Tyrannic Hamilton says, Hey guys, I haven't watched dynamite yet, but this is my first time back as a patron since 2017. Well, welcome back, man. Thank you so much. much. Thank you. He says it wasn't you. It was WWE, but I've come back to both companies for two things. WWE for heel Roman, as I was a huge fan of his, my teenage years. And of course I got an A because of punk. Just wondering who or what cured your wrestling hiatuses. It was the pipe bomb for me. Um, it was uh, it was CM Punk. <laughs> what? Go ahead. My answer is ridiculous. Uh, it should have put me I off th- wrestling forever, but it didn't. I think for me it was it was the pipe bomb that really got me back in, like into it. CM Punk. It was WrestleMania twenty seven. <laughs> oh wow! I yeah. was kind of still kind of like. I wasn't really watching it much, a little bit here or there, but I was keeping up with the news and stuff for the most part. And then I think I went over to your house or something and watched WrestleMania 27. I'm like, this isn't good, but I'll just keep watching it. Yeah, I mean, wrestling's one of those things where it's like, it's like pizza. It doesn't have to be good for you to like be into it, you know? Mm. Anyways, uh, we'll answer some more of these questions for our Twitch viewers, but that's going to do it for the podcast today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We absolutely appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. Yes. Join us tomorrow. It's Thursday tomorrow for our UK NXT UK watch along at noon. Pacific. No, no it's at one tomorrow. tomorrow it's at one, it's at one tomorrow. tomorrow. That's right. Ooh, we get to sleep in. Well, we don't because we've got kids. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so join us for that. And then uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, we've got the numbers don't lie. Uh, Mick, no, Dusty. Uh, Dusty, Dusty is tomorrow. Wow. And then tomorrow night, the Smash Zone is yes. back. Busy so streaming day fun. for us. Busy yeah. streaming day on Thursdays. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.